0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, how you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. The Yankees were in dire, I mean dire need of getting themselves a win over the Rays this afternoon to avoid a three-game sweep. And a win, make that a must-win, is just what they got. But also, make no mistake about it, that win is just a Band-Aid. Things are far from well for the men in pinstripes. They're still bleeding. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Look, baseball, Major League Baseball, like all professional sports, it's a bottom line win business. That's that's the goal always. It is to win. Win, win, win. And the Yankees needed, as I said, a must win. They got the must win. But when you look at the way they've been playing, and even when you look at today and what had to be done, it is it is a Band-Aid. They're far from better. And then w- with word that Andrew Benatendi is, you know, facing surgery because he's what they need and now they don't have him They are in big time. The Yankees are in big time trouble with a huge, huge week coming up in the Bronx. They got the Twins coming in for four starting tomorrow afternoon, Labor Day. And then they got next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the same Tampa Rays. And let me tell you, this race for the division is, is, is not over yet. Far from it, you know. Where everybody's talking, you know. When I heard uh, after they win the game, and, and people are saying, I, "I can see it already." Well, okay, it's not three now. It's still five. It's not three. That they, they still now they have a five game lead on the uh, Rays. Well, you know what? That's all fine and dandy. And I I want to be. I'm one of those guys that likes to look at the glass half full too. But I also have to look at it realistically. It's four in the loss column. Capiche. It's four in the loss column. The Blue Jays are six games out, but it's five in the loss column. That's a major difference. But but you know, watching the games. These three games, and I, and I watched all of them. But talking, you know, last night, Paul O'Neill, and, and Paul O'Neill, as you and I and everybody knows, anybody who's ever covered the Yankees and watched the Yankees, Paul O'Neill is a gamer. He, he's, he always played hard, he knows how to play hard, he's played with intensity unfortunately, he doesn't play with the Yankees now because they could use some of that intensity. But he used the term last night and, you know, as soon as he used it, I wrote it down, dread. He used the word dread quite a few times. He said, you know, the Yanks, they dread having to drive in runs. They dread having to get a big hit. That's not how you play baseball. That's not winning baseball because, you know, what's what's that telling you, folks? You tell me, what is that telling you? It's all but saying that the Yankees are playing scared. Nobody wants to be the guy except one guy, Aaron Judge. I'll get to that. I'll get to Aaron in a little bit. But that was the word he used, Dread. You know, we've heard that expression in sports time and time again. You know, who's the guy who wants to get up when you're down three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning? Who's the guy who wants to get up with the bases loaded and two out? Who's the guy who wants to get up? Some guys get up and you can hear their knees knocking. Other guys get up. And you could see almost the the, the, the the sawdust coming out of the bat handle because they're squeezing it ready to swing and flail and go for it. Those are the difference in guys who want to do it and the guys who don't want to do it. S- same thing, same thing in basketball. When you're down two, game's on a line, 10 seconds left. Do you want the ball or are you crapping in your pants saying, please don't pass the ball to me? just using an expression, but it's the truth. That's, that's, you gotta wanna do it and the Yankees, to me, when you look at them, they just look like they're playing scared. If you look in the dugout, you look at their faces, there is zero confidence. Zero confidence. And they're playing as though they have zero confidence. Look, Aaron Judge hit the big bomb last night, was his 52nd in the ninth inning. They they avoided being shut out. He leads off today's game with his 53rd, a massive bomb. Great. You know what? If Aaron Judge is your leadoff hitter, you're in trouble. You've heard me say this, folks, time and time again. I, forget the leadoff. I hate when he bats second. I don't like that. I think it's stupid. Now, I understand Aaron Boone is trying to make something happen. I understand it. And, and Aaron Boone can't get in the batter's boxes. Uh, left, right side, doesn't matter. He can't swing the bat for the guys. But... Aaron Judge batting leadoff. What's that doing for you? So he hit a leadoff home run, and granted, that home run was standing up for a good part of the game today. But but leadoff, I want Aaron Judge getting up with guys on base. I I, I I'm sure I'm repeating myself. You know, Aaron Judge, you can't hit a three-run homer with nobody on base. You can't hit a three-run homer in the first inning if you're batting leadoff. It can't happen. And you know what? Most pitchers will say, I'd rather place Aaron Judge batting leadoff in the first inning than him getting up with a man or two on base. That's just common sense. But not only Aaron Judge, you had Aaron Judge batting, oh, my God, Aaron Judge batting Rudolph, Oswaldo Cabrera batting third. The kid, I'm not knocking the kid. And, and you know what? I don't want to knock Boone because he can't swing the bat for the guys. And I I don't know if this batting order is Boone, if it's coming from the top where the hell it's coming from, it makes no sense to me. It's just like, I know he's trying to make something happen. But if you're trying to make something happen, Aaron Boone, if you're trying to make something happen, Brian Cashman and the entire brain trust, how about having the guys play with common sense and produce with common sense? What do I mean by that? How about hitting balls the opposite way? How about scratching for runs? Till I'm blue in the face, I've been saying this to you folks week in and week out. You got to be able to manufacture runs. You got to be able to scratch for runs. You had, I I mean, in, in the top of the eighth inning today, I'm just using these as, as examples because you've heard me talk about small ball and want all the time. First and third, no out. First and third, no out. Uh, Trevino got up and Higashioka got up. They couldn't move a guy over. You, you were in a 2 nothing game. You're trying, you trying to you want the extra run, guys. Judge flies out. And there's only so much Aaron judge can do. He only did get three hits today, three of the Yankees six hits. And, and you know you, you hear Aaron Boone after the game saying, we're capable. we're capable. we're capable. Capable of what? Are you capable physically? Do you have the physical tools to do it? Because right now, I have to question whether the Yankees are mentally capable of doing it. Now, that's not, I'm not calling them dogs. So don't misunderstand that. But I believe that their confidence is so shot, they're almost incapable. I'll give you another example. It was the top of the fifth inning The bases were loaded and it was two out. Mike Stanton gets up. And Michael Kay, and I love Mike. Good friends with Mike. Love him. Love the way he does broadcast games. But Mike made the comment, if there was ever a time for a Stantonian blast, this was it. And I'm saying to myself, screw the Stantonian blast. You need, sure. A a Stantonian blast with a grand slam. Oh, that would have been fabulous. Would have made it five nothing at the time. A grand slam, four runs. But you know what would have been good at the time? How about just getting up there? First of all, he hasn't been right himself. Since he's back. So how about Mike Stanton? How about getting up there? You know what? Bags jacked, two out. A single's going to bring in two runs going to give your team some breathing room. How about thinking like that? It's not an insult to talk to guys and say, you know what, fellas, we know what you're physically capable of doing, but right now we're losing at an alarming pace. I know you're feeling a pressure because I'm feeling a pressure. So how do we take the pressure off? Let's, Let's shake things up, not with a Cockeyed lineup. Let's shake it up by doing some s- the simple things. You know, Aaron Judge. They got the Yankees got their second run today, uh, for, by fortunately a mistake that worked out in their favor. Uh, with, with Aaron Judge on second, he goes uh, with a ball hit in front of him. With the ball hit in front of him by LeMayu, he breaks from second to third. It would To me, it's a mistake. Shouldn't do that. Runner on second, ball's hit in front of you, no, out, no need to do that. But I'm not going to sit here and kill Aaron Judge because you know what Aaron Judge was trying to do? He was trying to make something happen. So good for Aaron judge. He was trying to make something happen. and God bless him, big number 99 has been making things happen all season long. but he tr- he tried to make something happen. So slid head first and that big frame of his, he got his left hand on the bag held onto it was safe and subsequently he came home on a sack fly by Oswaldo Cabrera. Okay. Much needed. Much, much needed. But that's why I said in the eighth inning, first and third, no out. You got to get a run in. Now, if it sounds like I'm picking on Russ, you're going crazy. They won the game and you're making a big deal out of one game. But I thought this game was a microcosm on what's been wrong with them ever since the All-Star break. You're not going well. These are not the Bronx Bombers, as we've come to know them. I, I, again, till I'm blue in the face. It's feast of famine with them. And right now, they are in a big time famine. They're not knocking in runs. Their, their power is anemic. It's completely Famine. It's the direct opposite of what was going on the first half of the season. They still lead in scoring runs, but, you know, that's that's all been jacked up. Don't give me—numbers n- can fool you. Again, I'm not poo-pooing the Yankees' victory today. But to me, I thought the Yankees' victory today was a camouflage to a lot that's going on. A real camouflage. You know, when Aaron, excuse me, when Paul O'Neill said, you know, it looks like they're playing, you know, just to hold on and and it's a bad way to play. Yeah. It's all but saying that they're playing scared. And that's not Russ Salzberg saying it. That's Paul O'Neill saying it. A guy who was a gamer. You know I heard Aaron Boone say last two days, we're going to find out what we're made of. Well, yeah, but while you're trying to find out what you're made of, you need to make something happen. All you have to do is look at the faces in that dugout. All you got to do is look at the faces on that field. All you got to do is look at the face of, of Aaron Boone, the frustration in his face. And, and listen, it's a tough road that he's on. I mean, he's got to answer those questions every day, every day. I mean, you know what that's like? That's like coming, that's like sitting down and telling everybody, just punch me in the face today. Now you got my left side, now punch me in the right side. But you have to adjust. You know, it, it's all smiles. Everybody got aroused when Aaron Jones hit a mammoth 450-plus foot home run to lead the game off. Oh, that was a good move. My ass. Anytime Judgey hits a home run, it's a good move. and And, and you know, by him chasing Roger Maris, it's all part of the story. But let me tell you something, he can hit 65. If the Yankees don't win the division or they continue to go into the postseason, even if they win the division playing like this, it's going to be a quick exit. And, And I told you folks this two months ago. Yankees look like a lock, but... And the but was, be careful, because strange things have happened in history before. And the Yankees were also part of one of those strange things by coming back from a a 14-and-a-half-game deficit to force a playoff, a one-game playoff, and uh, Bucky Bleep Dent, and you know the rest of it, in 1978. And, you know, thinking of 1978, you know, because I remember the comparison, people were talking about the comparison of these this team to, like, this could be the best Yankee team ever, the winningest team. They were comparing it to 1998. And and I'm saying to myself, whoa, slow down. This team can't measure up in any way, shape, or form to 1998. It can't measure up in any way, shape, or form to 1961. To, uh, and I'll tell you what, I was thinking about 1978. Yankees don't have anybody on this team. You know, I was going over the ba- old batting order of 1978, for, th- for those of you who re- can remember. Reggie Jackson aside. Okay? They don't have anybody like Mickey Rivers. They don't have anybody like Willie Randolph. They don't have anybody like Thurman Munson. Mickey would get on. Willie could move him over. Thur- Thurman, who could was a power hitter, it wasn't beneath Thurman to punch a single into right field, setting things up for Reggie, Mr. October. And you had the Pinellas and people like that, and the Nettles. Come on. I need somebody to, on, on this Yankee team and, and I'm not talking about breaking a bath. I'm not talking about punching a, a water cooler or kicking a water cooler cool whatever. I'm just saying I got, I got to see something. I got to see the fire and the passion. I don't want to think about, well, we're capable of this. We're capable of this. Talk is cheap. As Tom Coughlin would say to the Giants, Talk is cheap. Play the game. Talk is cheap. Don't tell me what you're capable of doing. Show me what you're capable of doing. And when I say capable of doing, I'm not talking about just capable of hitting home runs. Show me that you're capable of adjusting. That's what I want to see. Minnesota Twins come in for four games to Yankee Stadium this week. Four games starting tomorrow Labor Day. Then the Rays come in. Let me tell you, the Yankee season, the Yankee season can be all but officially decided this week. That's right. All but officially decided this week. And I'm not talking about well, you, you might be saying, "Well, Russ, what the hell are you talking about? They got they they're five games up, four in the loss column." Blah 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 blah. You know what? They need to change everything. They need to get it turned around in a hurry. They need they need to do something dramatic. They need to forget. Don't give me. Don't give the fans. They need to give themselves reason to be happy. They need to give themselves reason to feel confident. That's what they need to do. I saw some half-ass smiles after the game, watching the post game. Some half-ass smiles. I didn't see an abundance of confidence. Now you might say, "Well, Russ, you know, they, they want to play it close to the vest. That's that. That's fine." All I know is what I look, you know, you got to be able to take the analytics and statistics and stick them where the sun don't shine. I got to be able to look in a guy's eyes, okay? I got to be able to look and say, you know what? I'm putting this guy up. I'm I'm batting this guy, this guy, because you know what? I see the fire in his belly. This guy wants to make something happen. I don't see anybody but Aaron Judge doing that. And and I'm again, I'm not calling people dogs. I'm saying they're playing scared. You know, it's like, "Oh crap. Look, I'm I, I got to be the guy in this situation play a little small. You listen. DJ LeMayu, you can tell the guys playing hurt. You can tell the guys playing hurt. You know, the the toe was a problem. But when he hit that ball to the left side, when when DJ hit the ball to the left side, and you've heard me time and time and time again say, DJ, DJ's Lemayu is one of those guys I, I would like Lemayu, okay. Well ben out now. So I, I would would I preferred when he was healthy Benatende batting lead off, Lemayu batting second. I, I don't care. You know, put if if Lemayo's got a bad lead off of somebody, I don't care if uh, kind of Falefa, IKF, I I need to see. I, give me guys who are going to lay down a bunt who hit to the left side or the right side and make something happen. Set it up. I don't need just a three-run homer in the first inning from from Judgy. Let me get let it let him get on base. Let let him get up with a couple of guys on base and wrap a single or a double. Let's get a run or two that way because I know he can b- bang a bomb. I know that can happen. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm not seeing any of that. But anyway, DJ got up in that situation. He got up and, like, I, w- I would have bet the house that DJ LeMayo was going to hit a ball to the right side. Instead. He hits, he, you know, like was a full swing. He hits to the left side. Y- y- DJ, you're struggling. Let's get the run in. Move the big guy over to third. You got him on third with one out? Okay. Yeah, it worked out by luck. Again. You be the judge. But from where I'm standing, the only guy on the team who looks like he's playing with confidence is Aaron Judge. Other than when he is up, I have absolutely no confidence in anybody coming to the plate. I'm not saying they're incapable of doing it, but I don't see any fire. I, I see a team that's beaten down and have they've lost their way. They lack confidence they got to get it back. And I'm going to tell you right now, if they don't get it back this week, it could be over for the New York Yankees. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's get a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Ross Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook As always, you can check out my website at russalsberg.com. Got to thank my home here at believe.com because as I tell you all the time, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great Labor Day, folks. And let's see the Yankees wake up